Welcome to episode 58 of the Business in Morocco podcast. Today we are going to be talking about the issue that has captured the attention of the entire world, the coronavirus 19. And as you can see uh, from this video, we are practicing uh, good habits of social distancing and remote working. Ryan, uh, how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing well. Good to see you, man. Uh, even though we're only a kilometer or two apart, uh, this has become typical. I had a Skype meeting yesterday as well. Same thing with two guys that pretty much live in my neighborhood. But uh, yeah, we're just following the protocol and, and doing a lot of stuff remotely. I'm home with my family. Might hear a kid come in uh, to my office here. They're they're all doing their, their homeschooling. My wife is here as well. So we're on lockdown, but staying positive and making the most of it. Yeah, I think uh, a good positive attitude during this time is helpful, especially, you know, as we've talked about on this podcast, you've mentioned it many times, focus on what you can control. Right. We cannot control the spread of this virus. Uh, we cannot control who lives and dies. Uh, but we can control the way we think about it. You know, we can control how we spend our time, um, what we focus on. And, um, you know, personally, uh, you know, I have a hope that is like greater than this world. So I'm kind of, you know, affirming that reading the Bible, um, really shoring up faith in God during this time because it really is a, a global catastrophe that that honestly not a, like our generation and my parents generation have seen really nothing like this. Um, I think the really the the closest thing would have been World War II uh, was the last time that there was really like a global catastrophe that uh, that the whole world was participating in. Um, and so this is very new, uh, but it's good to keep um, keep your stress down because stress leads to immune system vulnerability and um, poor health. So I think it's good to stay focused on, on the things that you can control. We can do this podcast it's different, but uh, we can keep doing it as a habit. And I think it's good to, to try to maintain as many of the habits as you can uh, during your life just for your own sanity, um, but also to, to reduce stress. But for me, uh, this virus uh, has pretty much shut down everything. I mean, I've spent this week sort of helping my clients manage their online presence and uh, communicate what they're they're doing in their businesses. Uh, for example, uh, having limited open hours to right now, all of them are closed. Like I, clients, dentists, doctors, lawyers, schools, um, uh, business consultants, retail stores. I mean, my entire my entire repertoire of clients, they are all shut down. Um, wow. The English class that I had going on here, and I was, it's really, um, you know, it is what it is, but I was really on the, the, the cusp of signing some, some new deals and doing some, some new initiatives. 
Um, in fact, I, I hired a new employee to start on Monday and uh, he's not going to be coming. Yeah. And so that's tough because he quit his other job. Yeah, it's it's one thing to have a set contract just put on hold, you know, like a client that you've already signed or something that's already been been negotiated and it's in the works. But to have something that was close, that was almost going to happen. I had a few things like this as well, where I've put in proposals, the proposals um, being looked at. But then now what's going to happen, you know, when when sort of the dust settles and we we move back to normal life again, um, is that even going to be on the table anymore? It really is difficult to, to see those almost projects fall by the wayside. Yeah, it really is something to think about. And it's something that I'm really spending a lot of time thinking about is, is risk management. What are going to be the impacts of this virus uh, culturally, economically, politically, socially, and and how can I position myself for uh, the future, the variety of outcomes that, that could be happening in the future? Um, now, we know that Morocco is, is not in the same place as China or Italy, certainly. Um, it's sort of delayed. So if we expect the same types of things to happen in Morocco as have happened in Italy or in Europe, then it's going to be a really tough like three to six to nine months ahead. But as everyone knows who, who listens to this podcast and is in Morocco, things are very different than they were just a few days ago uh, in terms of schools, restaurants, cafes, hammams, entertainment venues all shut down. So I think that's going to slow the spread of the virus. But as long as all that stuff shut down the economy is going to take a very big hit and people are going to lose jobs you know there's people aren't taking taxis everyone's going to start losing revenue of course you know we're losing revenue (laughs) with uh, my clients are shutting down Um, so really thinking about uh, how to spend time during this this quarantine to position us for the future. Do you, do you have some ideas about that, how best to spend time uh, during this quarantine? Yeah, so as you said, we, we need to focus on what we can control. So where we go to may not really be a choice that we have. We, you know, I don't think it's been, been mandated like in some of the other nations that I've read about where you can be fined for leaving your home or you can get into trouble for non-essential travel. At this point, if I go for a walk around my neighborhood, I'm not going to be in trouble with the police. So I do still have some options, though there's not as many places to go. There's nowhere open to, to go and enjoy. So in many ways, I am obligated to be at home. And most of us are, are facing that maybe for the first time in our lives. So that's not something we get to choose, but what we do at home is something that we choose. And I think this could be weeks, maybe longer. And coming out of that, this season, this sort of forced upon us staycation or time at home, we could come out of it having 
you know, lazed around the house, eaten unhealthy foods and just watched screens and kind of scrolled social media endlessly or binge watched series on Netflix. Or we could come out in a better position than we went in, in in some areas of our lives. So take, for example, exercise. There's some people who had a habit of going to the gym or of playing on a football team, and those habits will need to be adjusted. It's going to be much more difficult because they don't have the equipment or they don't have the sports teams or maybe not the space. We have a lot of listeners that live in apartments and don't have as much room to move around. But there are still ways that you can build healthy habits to exercise, you know, to all you need is your body. Mm-hmm. And you can do a lot of things to increase your flexibility, to get your heart rate up, to work on your cardio. You can do that just with the floor, you know. So developing some healthy exercise habits will be huge, not just to keep your body healthy, but your mind as well. You know, if you get into this downward spiral of not really moving all day long, not getting a lot of sunshine or a lot of fresh air, you feel lethargic, you end up staying up really late, you don't sleep deeply, you lose energy, and you just end up lazing around watching screens. Whereas you could be in a positive spiral, which is, yeah, you you release positive uh, endorphins through through exercise, through sweating, and then you sleep deeper, you, you get tired and go to sleep at night, you wake up earlier, just this positive spiral that can help you be more productive and use this time well. Yeah, I think uh, one of the things I read was one of the reasons that there are these outbreaks on these cruise ships is that they are they recycle the air that goes through these cruise ships. And one of the things that kills these viruses is sunlight and fresh air. And they've actually known this for for like a hundred years that uh, that sunlight and fresh air isn't an antiviral. It is actually helps with recovery of patients and fighting infection. So absolutely essential to get out every day. Of course, don't go out near people, but go out every day, get sunlight, get uh, the vitamin D in your system, you know, get or move around because like you said, sleeping is essential for uh, uh, good health. Um, some of the other things I think is if you're a smoker, you just have to stop smoking. I mean, just stop smoking. You are the target of this virus. People with respiratory problems, uh, people with a history of smoking. In fact, that is the number one type of person that um, died in China was older men who smoke. They had almost a 10% fatality rate. Um, and it was one of their own choices that really led them to be at such high risk. So if you are a person who smokes, stop doing it. Um, yeah, hopefully that's one of the positive things that comes out of this. I know there's a lot of people who kind of want to quit smoking, but they don't really have a lot of motivation. It's just so convenient. It's habitual. But now when it's difficult to leave your house, and with the added fear and immediate consequences of making you vulnerable to the virus that could provide that that push or that that uh, motivation that you need to start curbing this bad habit. Yeah, 
absolutely. This should push us all to better habits, like washing your hands more often, um, not sharing water glasses. I mean, I cannot count the number of doctor's offices that I've walked into where there is a pitcher of water and, and one glass for everyone to share. I mean, that is insane. That is how you pass germs and viruses. That's how you get sick. And so improve sanitation habits, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer. Um, those are there's essential for uh, uh, going forward. Also, um, staying hydrated, reducing your sugar intake. Now with all the cafes that are closed, like drink more water less coffee filled with, uh, or tea filled with sugar. Um, viruses feed off of sugar, so um, you're not helping your situation if, uh, if you're sick and you're intaking a lot of sugar. Um, you're actually making the situation worse. Taking vitamin C, other su supplements, having a good balanced diet, this is, these are the things that are going to, to make you healthy. Um, you know, staying away from processed foods. The good news is like I, I walked to work today and I did social distancing, but you know, they're the food vendors, they're out there. Okay. So the fresh mm -hmm. fruits and vegetables, that stuff is going to keep growing. They're going to keep picking it out of the ground when it's ready and they're going to keep selling it. Like they're, it's just not going to stop. So eat fresh uh, as much as possible. Just don't shake hands and give hugs to the fruit and veggie vendors. Right. Um, That's right. Yeah, we're very fortunate that we have so much agriculture in this country. It's not a huge fear going forward, no matter how long this lasts. Uh, we have the capacity to produce a ton of fresh fruit and vegetables all year long. So we're very, very fortunate that way. Um, these are a lot of physical things. There's also you can think about your your mental game, your life um, upstairs, your mind. This is an opportunity I see to develop yourself mentally. So that might be as simple as just reading more. All of us probably have a stack of books or a book here and there that we've, we'd love to spend more time reading. We know it would really benefit us. But when life is going on as usual, we're busy, we're, we're active, we're working. And so we don't always have time to sit down and read a book. Now we have extra time and we can invest in ourselves that way. But then also it's a chance to upskill. You know, like in our work, we're often um, meeting with clients or say, for example, I'm often delivering workshops. I'm often sharing the knowledge that I have with others. Now is a chance for me to invest in myself or to increase uh, my, my personal knowledge by learning things, online courses. Um, there's a few courses that I can certify in through my company, Franklin Covey. And all it takes is is me to sit down and do it. It's available through the internet. I can I can access all these courses and go through the training online. But in my normal day-to-day -day work week, I don't always have the space in my schedule to, to spend hours and hours upskilling. Mm -hmm. And now's my chance. It's an opportunity for me to really uh, gain these these extra qualifications, which will help me going forward. I completely agree. I'm, I'm doing the same thing because in my mindset, I, I don't know how long this whole thing is going to last. I, I don't know how long the virus is going to be around. I don't know how long schools are going to be shut. My own sense, and we talked about this before we started recording, 
at least through the end of April, if not through the end of Ramadan. You know, you, you could have things shut down. I don't think anyone would be surprised if they just said, look, the rest of the school year is canceled. And we'll see, we'll open up again in September. I don't think anyone would be surprised with that. Unfortunately, everybody who has kids that, that go to school and relies on the school to essentially babysit them, that is going to have uh, a negative consequences for them. Um, going to work, especially if you have both parents that are working and maybe they don't have a house helper or, or a relative in the area. So that, that can be difficult. But my mindset is this could last a long time. So let me develop some new habits, some new skills uh, for the future in some areas that I have high confidence will be valued so that we're, we're well positioned when, you know, the economy rebounds and people start doing business deals again. And one of the things I've started doing is it's a website called bubble.io and put all these recommendations in the show notes. But what it is, it's a platform where people can build websites and other applications without a coding background. Now, now there is some coding involved in the sense that you have to build the app and you have to put the pieces together in order to create it what you want. But it's not like traditional coding where you're literally typing out lines of code on the back end in HTML or, or Ruby on Rails or any of those things. It's more of like drag and drop and move around and you can you can build apps through this so i'm learning this software and my goal is by september to be highly proficient in in this software um, and be able to build apps out of it some of the other things that that people can think about is i think i've mentioned this in the past but uh, codeacademy.com is a place where you can go and learn to code for free and the, the great thing about coding is you can do it by yourself in your office, you don't need to talk to anyone, you just need a computer and an internet connection and you're ready to go. So even if this virus stays around for a long time, coding is gonna be necessary, it's still gonna be necessary, it's still gonna be valued and you can do it uh, from remote location. Uh, the other one is called uh, onemonth.com where you can learn a specific programming language called Ruby on Rails. So I highly recommend that our listeners really pursue this time to, like you said, upskill and really do what you can to put yourself in a good position when the economy recovers. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I think one one thing that'll really help when when there's a lot of time on our hands sometimes we end up being less productive than when we're really in a routine and when we're really focused and busy. So even though there might be large empty spaces of time in your day or even in your week, you know, I'm thinking about a lot of the students that have classes completely canceled. You know, I'm sure their teachers are still giving assignments, but a big part of their time is spent commuting, going to school, sitting and listening to lectures as well as doing their assignments now they're going to have a lot of extra space in their schedule something that can be really helpful is making your own schedule 
even if you schedule in lots of space for you know watching a movie or taking a nap you you really enjoy this season to to be refreshed you can still have a few priorities each day in some of the areas that we've talked about so we've mentioned our spiritual lives even though a lot of our listeners will be muslim and they'll be missing being able to go to the mosque and pray hey god can hear us from anywhere he's not limited by the coronavirus we can talk to him connect with him from anywhere in the world so you can still be uh, connecting with god through prayer reading scriptures you know ryan and i both spend time reading the bible these are ways you can be growing spiritually uh, then there can be exercise like we've talked about and, and good health practices physically getting good sleep trying to keep your rhythm one of the traps people can fall into is kind of becoming nocturnal you know this used to be a problem for me when i was when i was a lot younger didn't have kids and more of a family routine is that when i had vacations or exam breaks and things i would end up staying up late and then sleeping in and over time i would just slowly shift my schedule to be pretty much nocturnal which goes against our natural body rhythms and is is unhealthy so trying to have a good healthy sleep schedule and then as we've said these tips about productivity mentally so upskilling reading more um, continuing to learn and develop ourselves you can have a few priorities for each day and you can have a little bit of a schedule covering these these major areas of life and be really producing something of value each week mm -hmm. the last area that we haven't mentioned related to ourselves is our our emotional or social health and we're so blessed to have the technology that we do you know if this had happened even in the late 90s we wouldn't be able to communicate like we can now even just in in 20 years the ability to to facetime or uh, zoom or skype with people you can talk to friends you've been seeing regularly you can keep in touch but then even this could give you the extra time to connect with friends that you've sort of lost touch with. You know, I'm thinking about some of my friends in, in Canada that during a normal work week, we just don't have time to communicate. We're both so busy. Now, both of us are locked at, at home. Uh, our work has slowed down. This is an opportunity for us to hop on Skype and, and reconnect and talk for an hour, get into a deep conversation and invest in our emotional social health. Absolutely. It really is a big reset, a time to, to reflect on those things that uh, maybe one time you thought were important, were really necessary to do. And, and it's a time like this where you can say, well, what really is important? Um, what, the way that I was spending my time in the past. And I think one of the big wake-up calls for, for the United States is going to be the degree to which uh, busyness and materialism uh, were so important in in the daily life of the average American and that's basically all been put on hold and I think the the, the economic damage is going to make people more intentional about how they spend their money and of course now everyone's reflecting on how to spend your time given the fact that you have to be at home and you, your routine has been entirely disrupted. So yeah. it is a time to reflect and to prioritize and maybe uh, take a new direction um, and new habits. Yeah. 
one of the things I do want to talk about, if people have been following the economy and the markets, uh, there's been big changes and there's there's been significant uh, losses, if you want to call them that, or, or damage in the stock markets and, and big changes in currency and and bonds. Again, we don't know how long this is going to last, but there is sort of, you know, history is not repeat itself, but it rhymes. It, uh, we, can, we can take lessons from the past. And one of the things that um, I think people should focus on is, is during a time like this, things that, that hold their value are, are tangible things, things that are, are called hard assets, uh, property, farmland, gold, silver, um, a, a cash flow positive business that really meets like a, an essential human need, um, whether it's property or uh, like you have a grocery store or a pharmacy, uh, you know, some other kind of essential need. These things, uh, they tend to retain their value and they're, they're less at risk. The, the things that are at risk right now, and if you haven't been following, um, you can just go take a look. Um, stocks, bonds, um, even, even paper currencies or, or bank accounts. Um, the, these things are all risk. I mean, I know we don't need to get into the details of how like international finance works, but, but when you go and look online at your bank account and, and like a number that's in there, people just need to understand that that, that doesn't actually exist. Like that's, that is actually, um, it's a debt. I mean, the, you gave the money to the bank and the bank owes you that. But it's not like there's that money like sitting somewhere in a safe, like waiting for you. The, the bank has taken that money and loaned it out to somebody else. And what's happening right now around the economy, around the world, is that those people who took out the loans with your money, a lot of them are going to fail and they're not going to pay back their loans to those banks. And some of these banks could go under. So when you think about positioning yourself and managing risk, it's not wise to have all of your money in things that are represented on a computer screen. Um, because not only are they just virtual, but they're also the easiest things that politicians can get their hands on uh, in terms of in times of a crisis. So it's a good idea. Ryan, you've talked about this. We've talked about this. Cash flow positive properties, businesses, hard assets, um, being diversified, not having everything in one basket. Um, uh, these are things that, that people should think about uh, during economic crises like this. So obviously, uh, the, with people losing great amounts of wealth or prices dropping, it can be tragic, but it can also provide opportunities for those who are well positioned. Uh, you know, my kids and I were watching a video about the Great Depression and how the markets crashed. And, you know, the expression was be fearful when everyone is greedy, but be greedy when everyone is fearful. Kind of this idea that, you know, now while people are fearful and, and selling off assets or prices are dropping, it could be a good time. But do you think that it's risky to, to buy into companies to purchase stock, which, you know, isn't like a tangible asset that you hold? 
Uh, I think that there will be a time and a place for that. Um, however, I think that in terms of this virus, the United States needs to get to the place where like China is right now, meaning it's everywhere. It is the country has been locked down for several weeks and sort of the, the number of cases reaches a plateau and then maybe even starts declining before you start talking about stuff like that. I mean, I've been listening to interviews and reading um, white papers from some of these investors uh, and, and hedge fund managers. And look, as of right now, the US airline industry is completely bankrupt. And the hotel industry has like a few weeks left. Most, the restaurant industry, tourism, the problem is that a lot of these companies for the last 10 years have been borrowing money and buying back their own stock instead of saving up for a time like this. And so they don't have money. They don't have the cash flow and they're going to default on their credit and they're, they're going to go bankrupt unless the government takes taxpayer money and bails them out. But I'm, I'm hoping that doesn't happen and it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen. Um, but the point is... Uh, I think there's a lot more damage that's going to occur before it's it's time to buy. I agree. The money is made when when everyone is is terrified. Uh, I think that what you buy and when you buy it is is a different question. Um, I would like to probably start with uh, more hard assets that have positive cash flows and. You can can you scoop up quickly? I mean, I'm already thinking about it right now here in Morocco in terms of um, the property that we're in right now and some moves that we might make uh, in the near future, uh, given some economic changes that are happening. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, one thing's for sure: everyone's always going to need food, medical, um, healthcare, housing. You know degrees of entertainment and transportation uh, mm -hmm. and once you see prices dropping in that area um, it, it'll be time to look for some deals for long-term investments. investments yeah yeah hopefully one of the positive outcomes of this is that people are more cautious uh, they take more precautions financially, you know, just giving yourself more of a runway. I've heard people talk about defining wealth not as a high income, but more as how long could you last if you had no more income. And so basically the idea that, that you're well taken care of, you don't need new sources of revenue coming in all the time. You can live off the assets that you've accumulated or stored up. And so, yeah, with things like this, where I've had all sorts of work being canceled and that revenue dries up, it makes you really think, wow, have I taken enough precautions? Have I been too trusting in the future? Have I been, you know, as we say, counting my chickens before they've hatched? Sort of, okay, yeah, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to, that revenue is going to come in. And then when it gets canceled, now that's gone. And so, yeah, I, I hope that, it'll cause all of us to be a little wiser, uh, a little more cautious, um, spending less on, on wants 
and uh, storing up more for a rainy day. Yeah, if it was difficult in the past to uh, to be a salesperson, it, it's going to be ten times more difficult here in the next uh, six to nine months. So you really got to think about what is that essential product or service that people need, and, and how can you get it to them, and how can you take advantage of of this growing trend that's going to be coming of, of co sort of getting a rid of the inessential aspects of the economy and focusing more on on what's really needed uh, so that's that's one of the things that i'll be thinking about yeah. Yeah, that's good. all right i think uh you got you got anything else no all right no. well we want everyone out there to stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive. Uh, if you got some comments for us or some suggestions or questions that you'd like us to answer on the podcast, just uh, send them to ryan at moroccopodcast.com or you can leave commentaries in YouTube or uh, on our Facebook page. Other than that, uh, stay positive, stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next time.